You know, I realize, yeah, I've got like um, I've got like a podcast uh, sitting down pose. <coughs> I've got two actually. You, you, you know, you, you know that as well, isn't it? <laughs> so this this is this is my first one. Actually, yeah. I got three. This is my first one. Yeah. This is like uh, probably thinking pose. Then the next one is listening pose. Is this one? I go like this. No, no. Huh? No, no, no I go like this. And then and then the other one is yeah. like when I'm like kind of like midway through, I'm like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me. I'm here. I'm listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, nah, but it's lit. You have, you have just one here. This one here. Like, high. I mean, oh, yeah, your, your head is cut. Your head gets cut off. There's like a high one. Well, that's what I'm talking about now, bro. We've got to yeah. You know what it is? That, that, that one doesn't happen too often, anyways. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, your, your headset's there, if it, just in case you need it. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, thanks for coming, man. Pleasure. Much, much gratitude. Must have pleasure. <laughs> um, you know what? Yes, yeah, so obviously you got a book there. Um, yeah. yeah. I was gonna ask you, why do you read? So it's, it's a bit. I know it's a bit random. Yeah. Um, I think with from a young age, from like childhood, I would read books. My mom would read books to me mm. um, to go to sleep. And I've kind of had this connection to books and stories in general, like, mm. you know, that classic touch of like a story beginning and then having happy ever after, which is, you know, not the case always in life, but I've always liked that touch of, of living in stories because yeah, yeah. I want there to be a happy ending. And I believe at the end of the day, there will be a happy ending. You know, you have to, you have to always believe you have that hope. Mm. Um, and then, um, then I went for a period where I would read no books or just play games which I feel like is another form of storytelling because mm. I'll play like Call of Duty, for example, and I didn't really care about multiplayer. I cared about the campaign. I only cared about campaign, the campaign, yeah, which yeah, is the story. Yeah, yeah. You know, going and playing the character and being in the story and then literally being immersed in the story. So I was always like attracted to the story aspects of mm. anything. So I was more into games and the stories of the games. And that's why these latest Call of Duty games, I don't play them because they don't have campaign. That's, that's literally what I yeah, yeah, really yeah, care yeah. about. So... Reading for me is it's been about immersing myself in the story, and I guess nowadays, like with books like this, um, I think it's about just broadening my horizons and just expanding um, my knowledge in things I don't really understand. Like, yeah. for example, this book's called "The Body Keeps the Score," and it's basically like following like inherited trauma mm. and something that I've felt some I felt it myself, and I've done research about it, and I was like oh, there's a book about this, so it exists. So this, it's quite, it's quite a popular book that a lot of people would vouch for this mm. book and it kind of explores in how to you Would you say, um, so I'm, I'm not saying that's the case for you in general, but yeah. that's something that I was thinking about just now when you said it. Do you, would you say that sometimes we find what we're looking for as well? So for instance, like you said, like you kind of felt it for a while, but then because you felt it, basically found what you was looking for. Yeah. So rather, rather than... This kind of book finding you, yeah. you found a book instead. Yeah, I feel like that. It's, it's finding, I feel like it's like a match. You're looking for something and then there's, a, there's something out there, you know. So that book was there and I, I was running for that book and then there was a match. It's like a 50-50 thing that we found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, now, um, just going back to the storytelling as well. Yeah. Um, I think you're right. I think, I think there's storytelling almost everywhere. I think sometimes looking at thing. Yeah. Like for example, like how a chair was created. There's probably yeah. a story behind that. Yeah. So there's there's yeah. story there, but you might not know what the story exactly. is. So everyone's got a story. Everyone's got a story. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's, that's what I find fascinating, and, and that's what I'm grateful for. So, um, 
a while back I had this like kind of moment so I was just walking mm. down the street and I really like tuned in into what's happening around me yeah. and um and I was like looking at different people just like walking by and I was thinking like every single person has got a universe their own universe yeah. their own kind of like world they're the main character yeah, yeah and, they're, and they're the main character yeah. and I'm just like I was just so fascinated but I think what I was really grateful for is that for the fact that I can interact with them yeah just that interaction in itself I was like I was full of gratitude because mm. it's a beautiful thing and it's that thing of like if someone had all the money tomorrow yeah. all the money in the world and there's not a single person that you know that's in existence like what what you know you need people like people need people yeah yeah who said that before by the way people need people yeah but we've done we've done so many episodes at this point. Yeah, that, that, that was because <laughs> I remember. I think, I think that was one of the rules on 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 Insta. Yeah, we we done so many yeah. episodes. Man. What about that idea of like everyone's kind of projection a projection of your universe? So like, no one's mm. real. I don't, sometimes I just I would just walk around and I'm like, is everyone actually real? Kind of thing. Mm. No, it's part of my universe. I love that thing of um everyone's got a version of of yourself in their minds. Like yeah. the business thing is as. There's like a 7.8 billion versions of yourself, and that's well, mm. not, not that much because like, you haven't met everyone in the world. Well, but yeah, the, the, it's only it's only when they were they were aware of your existence, right? Yeah. yeah. So uh, there's, there's a different version of yourself in everyone's mind. Yeah. And no two versions of of your, you is the same, right? So, mm. and do, do you ever have this thing here where, whenever you meet someone new, like I see it as an opportunity to create a new version of myself. Yeah. So this new person I've met, let's say you, you find a new job, for example. Yeah. Everyone in that workplace will now know me as this this individual. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas someone else can know, and that's an opportunity to recreate mm, yourself. Exactly. Recreate. Yeah. Do, do you know what's interesting though? Yeah. So actually, I was just thinking about this now, and yeah, th- I think it's true. Like everyone's got a different version yeah. of of ourselves. Yeah. But at the same time, I see like what a version is is actually a bridge. So the version in itself is the bridge, mm. and I think and I think what it is what's really interesting is that both sides of the bridge get to build it. Yeah. So I get to potentially influence how someone else might see me but also they still get to decide on how they see me so yeah exactly. there is that whole weird combination yeah yeah it's, 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 it's strange yeah it's a powerful thing man but also i think um going back to stories the reason why i can identify with a certain character in the film mm. is because i felt what he's feeling or she's feeling in that film you know because that's the power of storytelling when you when you have a film and you're watching a character going through all these emotions you're like i do feel like um, Brad Pitt in this moment. Yeah, yeah. I feel like because you're, it's about um, empathy, and as humans, we have that connection. And even if like you can take this, the most surreal or the most evil characters in history, like even Hitler, bro. You, yeah, like you could look into look at people like him and be like, there's certain bits. If you're given the same tools, you might end up like him. That narcissism, mm. you know. Like he was a failed painter. He wanted to go to art school. And he didn't get accepted. Mm. And one of the first things that he did was sack all the the painters and destroy all their art. Yeah. You know? So so he was coming from like a really hurt place. Yeah. Yeah. So. And one one interaction with him when he was a kid could have he could have been different, right? Like. Yeah. Did you hear about that interaction with David Blaine when he no. was a young kid in the library? No. So he was in a library and he was just looking through books, and his mum was just uh, by the side reading. I was gonna, I was gonna make a bad joke here. I was gonna say, did, did David Blaine make the books disappear? But <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> no. So basically, the li- librarian yeah. came, and I think it was a woman, and she came to him and she said, "Why don't you go over there to those bookshelves and 
read those books mm. and she pointed him to the magic books mm. as from a young age I think it was at six seven he that's where it began so it just it, it's the power of just redirection and people coming into your life and pointing in direction imagine if he he didn't get pointed towards that bookshelf you wouldn't yeah, be yeah, David yeah. Blaine yeah yeah, yeah. That's interesting. This is, this is why I love the concept of the multiverse, man. The fact yeah. that it's like branch realities, isn't it? It's just, it's just one decision leading up to another one to another. And all it exactly. takes is one... Exactly. One little... One intervention. Yeah. And it, like even like you got the whole thing with the butterfly effect as well. Like a butterfly's wing flap can affect a... Yeah. Uh, what's it? Like a tidal wave on the other side yeah. of the world. These small things, like the ripple effects, are so, it's, so, it's so fascinating to me, man. Cause that means like, we should always be good, you know? We should yeah. always try to do our best to do good because... You know, but even also, I feel like I also feel like bad stuff happening to you ends up being good later down yeah, the line 100%. as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like some stuff that's been horrific for me in the in the, in the past, like mm. some personal stuff, has actually turned out to be the best thing that's happened to me. But right it's now. not, it's not, it's not, bef- it's not before you embrace it. Yeah, if, if you if you just let, because I've said this every every single pod. Um, in, in the past month or so There's no such thing as good or bad It's just yeah. perspective right Exactly um, yeah. So if, if something bad And I said of quotation marks If yeah. something bad happens to you it, it isn't bad It's just a thing that's happened Yeah You've now chosen the reaction You've decided to label it as bad mm-hmm. Which obviously The labelling part isn't the problem exactly. It helps us understand So we labelled it as bad um, And now we've just Now we are Expected to deal with it Yeah And then that's where we get The freedom of choice Now yeah. If you've chosen to embrace it and take the yeah. benefits from it, you will benefit inevitably. If yeah. you've chosen to see it as a negative, yeah. it will be a negative. As long yeah. as you perceive it as a negative, it will be a negative. Yeah, I was, was going to say, though, the only way an experience can have a good outcome is depending on how we process the experience mm. or depending on how I process the experience. And I think it's about learning the power of we get to choose how we process. Yeah. And yeah, like. I think I think that's a really important Yeah, that's the trouble. Have. People either, you either embrace it and you take it on or you fall into pity, which a lot of people sadly do. They go in self pity and they this they just go they dig themselves deeper and deeper. Mm. But also there's a there's like a saying in in like in um my religion, um, where the Prophet Sallallahu says, um, look at the condition of the believer. When something good happens to him, he, he thanks God. When something bad happens to him, he thanks God. You know, mm. meaning in each aspect, he knows I'm not going to lose. I'm yeah. getting closer to God in, in every aspect because I believe it's it's a plan from God. And the day it's like it's been written, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have I have this theory. Yeah, so I've had this theory a little while back. Is that so? I feel like majority of the people um, miss out on a lot of growth. So yeah. they miss out on experience to grow, right? Yeah. And it's going back to that things so like if I was to let's say. Split the experience into positive and 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 bad, good yeah. and bad. Um, most people avoid the bad experiences. Yeah. So, and I feel like people that don't avoid the bad experiences and they embrace both of them, I think yeah. they're the ones that get to grow the most because exactly, yeah. You know, they're, they're embracing all kinds of experiences, and, and people that avoid it, to, they're missing out on growth. Would you yeah. need to, if if you if given the choice, because assuming we're given the choice, would you need to enter that experience with a certain kind of mindset? Yeah, I think I, I think yeah, I think resilience is an important thing. Yeah, I think when it comes to that, yeah, I think resilience is definitely an important thing. Um, yeah, you just have to 
be resilient and embrace it. And I guess that's something that can be built, right? It's not like I'm not just sitting here and saying, yeah, resilience, but I think everyone can build resilience if they wanted to, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's also for what, what you've gone through, you know, like this, the life experience you go through will inherently build your resilience, mm. you know, make you a stronger man, you know, or woman. That's that's yeah. like, do you remember like several years ago, I used to say that every, whenever I experienced something bad, I used to call it resilience training. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. like, I remember, remember that time, do you remember when- Counter building. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Remember that time I got my bike stolen? So I had, I, I won this bike um, at my old workplace. Mm. Um, this was, I was, I was at like 17 at the time, something like that. Mm. And I locked it um, in in the actual academy. So like, I ride the back, like a hidden place. I locked it up because I used to go there, go by bike. Um, and one day I went there and I didn't find the bike. But what I did find is like an, a piece of the lock, like about two inches long mm. of the lock on the floor. And I looked at that, I'm like, oh, f- this, is, this is a very nice bike. It's about 200 pounds, we give or take, something like that it was a nice bike. But I did, I took that piece of here, put my pocket, and I said one thing to myself. These people wanted the bike more than me. They deserve it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> it to them. To this yeah. day, I still have that piece, that little white, it's in my house. Even when I go home, I'm actually going to go find it because it's actually there, <laughs> chilling. And that's, I think that's, that, that began my journey, that began my journey of resilience training and embracing. Yeah. The fact that I've, that's when I realised I get to choose, isn't it? That's you chose that. that. Uh, yeah, you could have it. Because like, it's like you out. Because <laughs> yeah. the way I see it, like it was, it was, it was a big thing. But the way I saw it was, this person actively, because it's a lock. It's not yeah. like a little. It wasn't like a twig. It you was an actual lock. So you actually went out of your way to get bolkers. <laughs> wait for a moment where there was no one about. Because mm. you're walking around with a bike, you get noticed, isn't it? Yeah. Wait for a moment where there was no one about. On top of that, you thought, okay, you, you you wait for me to be busy. Um, and you went, you cut the bolt and you didn't, obviously you didn't ch- check your mirrors because you left that little piece on the floor, but it's fine. Because <laughs> you took the rest of the lock, you yeah. just left that one piece on the floor. <laughs> and then you took the bike and left with it. Imagine All that you, effort. Imagine that. You deserve it, mate. You worked for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you worked yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah, wanted yeah, a one. Con- congratulations. Congratulations for the bike. And that's another, that's basically what you just, you just said, oh, bad experience can turn into good. Yeah. Look at me now. Exactly. I would want to buy a bike. I've got a bicycle, but I don't even use it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, 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 had, I had one from years ago. No, actually, actually no. I think I know you, you did it as well. Yeah, I know. But that's, but it got to a point where, like, you know what? That, yeah. that, 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 that's but you know what's interesting? Like, what if they put that skill set into something productive rather yeah. than stealing a bike? Yeah, that that that, that would have been interesting. Um, just going back on the book thing. Um, if you was to write a book, yeah, what would you what would you write a book about? <laughs> what would you call it? Uh... Message. <laughs> Message. Um, I, I don't know if he was expecting this question or, or it's just a random answer. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I thought it's like, like, huh? it's like you know, there's something coming. Um, well, as an actor, I'm an actor, but also I'm a writer. So I write stories, so scripts that you know that turns into film, that turn into films. Um, but then you're talking about a novel. You're talking about like an actual book. Yeah, I mean, there's all types of books, right? So yeah. I think I think for you, it'd probably be a novel because, yeah. like, you you know, your story, your story yeah. writer, so. Um, it's, I would write something that's non-fiction, but I feel like f- with fiction, there's a power to really, for everyone else to place themselves. And I feel like, so that's why I would probably write a fiction book. I would write a fiction is, book. Is yeah. fiction really fiction? Or, or or is it or is it something? It's that's a, it's a created reality, but there's there's truth within it. Mm. So, for example, 
Star Wars. Yeah. Luke Skywalker, created by George Luke Lucas Massing. Mm. That's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's he's Luke Skywalker. You know, you know, um, Star Wars was um was a reimagination of of Dune. Yeah, yeah. That's so with uh, okay, see with this year, see with Dune the original book, where that the writer inspired it from Islamic literature. Mm. Okay, you know Islamic literature. Um, he took from Islamic literature and 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 theories and made that book. So, for example, Timothy Chalamet's character in Dune is called the Mahdi. Yeah, that's a Arabic character that we call the Mahdi. Is like um. He's the person that's going to come before Jesus comes back. Basically, he's like yeah, the Mahdi, yeah. the, the like the savior that's going to come and reunite all the believers. And so, this is stuff that's taken from Islamic literature. But yet, in the film, there's like no representation of any Islamic characters. Or clearly, I think there was a bits and bobs, but there's no like main characters. Yeah, but that's are. Hollywood, man. Is this Hollywood? It's you know, Hollywood. what do you expect? Yeah. Man? I mean, taken from Islamic literature, and not really. And then you could see that with doing that, turn into Star Wars. But you know, hopefully. Have you seen Dune? Reflected in the future. Huh? Have you seen Dune? Dune. No, I haven't. You know, I've read. I've read. Watch, watch movie. It's a good movie. It's, I it's, watched yeah. it in cinema. It was amazing. Oh, the sound must be mad. The sound design must be. It crazy. was amazing. Oh, I, I, I love the film. I love the film, but um, mm. and I love the film. That's that's the only criticism I have of it. Of like, the, the original story is from Islamic literature, yet it's not really reflected in the yeah, yeah. in the story. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a good movement. A great cast cast list. What's the director's name again? I forgot his name. Danny Denis Villeneuve. Yeah, Sam, yeah, DV, D, DVD. Yeah, um, but no, he's <laughs> a really good actor. Yeah. Def- definitely, definitely watch the movie because it's a two part movie in it. So yeah, second one's coming out soon. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm probably not gonna watch it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm probably not gonna do watch that it. Cinema? Yeah. Do you know what? I I do and I don't. Um, I think I think so. So I have a love and hate relationship with people. Mm. Um, so what wh- what that means is that I love people. Um, well, love is the most important thing for me, anyway. So I love people, anyways, regardless. But sometimes I just don't like going to places where there's a lot of people, or like, for example, like Stratford Westfield. I hate that place so much. Mm. Like, if I if I if if I'm in there, I'm just trying to walk as fast as possible if I need to do something just yeah. to get out. Um, so yeah, like I, I I do like cinema, but I think. In the last six months, like I've cancelled all my subscriptions and all these other things. I haven't watched anything. Like I'm not really, I don't really watch anything anymore. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting because I, I don't feel like I'm missing out. But also what I realise about cinema and movies and stories and, and, and whatever, they're all, most of them are replicated. So what I mean yeah. by that is like, so when I'm watching it, I'm like, I've seen this happen in real life before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like even that not predictable stuff is kind of predictable exactly. now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and people remember at the end of the day, people are only going to write about experiences they've had, right? Yeah. But I do like, I do like kind of like, I don't know, maybe it's just more about who I am as a person, but I love um, shows like, for example, like Game of Thrones, right? Mm. Because no main character is safe. Yeah, you know, because I've never watched Game of Thrones. So, so I'm, I'm so <laughs> I'm not going to spoil it for you anymore. Then um, no, I've seen all the clips. I know what. Happens, okay, cool. So I'd have to watch it. Okay, cool, cool. But the thing is, yeah. <laughs> so like, life hack. <laughs> so I'm, I've I've been fascinated with like ninety five, maybe even ninety nine percent of the shows yeah. or like stories. People that write the story, they're always in love with the main character to yeah. to the point where like the main character will always basically yeah. survive and pro yeah. like yeah. But sometimes I like that thing of like in real life, some people don't make it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is why I like watching. Um, I like watching biopics. Like, yeah, like basically like, like movies based on real life. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Because yeah. in order for you to have a biopic, you must have something mad happen to you, 
And sometimes yeah. biopics don't have good story, good good endings. Sometimes they die at the end. That's like yeah. It's like it's like it's, it's not a story. No, it, I mean it's a story, but it's not like a fictional story. It is a re um, retelling of a thing that's happened, mm. and stuff like um. Uh, have you not seen what's his name? The guy that 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 that, that was uh. He, he basically, there was like this event in it, and and this guy was a security guard, and mm. he found a bomb. Um, okay. And he was, and obviously he saved a lot of people by turning to move back away yeah. from the bomb. Yeah. Um, and he was a hero for yeah. like one day. And after yeah. that, they thought, oh shit, it might have been him that actually planted oh, it. Mad. And his whole life got flipped upside down. It wasn't, right. it, and, and the worst part is the guy is like the nicest guy in the world. Like, yeah. you know, those big chubby guys that's bare polite. He's that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, and those kind of movies, that's like, there is, there is no, there is no happy ending. It's just, yeah. this shit happened to you. Now everyone knows about it. Let's make it a movie. Obviously, then, then the director makes it, because like, the director was, um, What's that old director? Proper, proper old guy. Martin Scorsese. I'm sure there's loads of old directors. <laughs> you know that? What's that director? The proper old guy? Like, I'm um, sure. no, no. I'll, I'll find it in it. But um, regardless, those kind of movies, I think you would like those kind of movies because they're like based on real life stories. And the director has no say in what happens in the story other than the fact that they have to go and read about it and then replicate yeah. it. It's not like, oh, I'm in love with this main character. They're fine to make him look as best. Some people, sometimes they make characters are dickhead. And they have to exactly. re- make it make yeah. it so. I mean, there's there's a I can say a whole list of movies that I actually like that you know mm-hmm. like Uncut Gems on Netflix. Oh, that was a good one. You know, that was he, a good one. he gets done dirty. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't say that. That was, a good one. <laughs> that was an amazing he, film. He gets he gets he gets bodied. He gets, yeah, he gets bodied. Have yeah. you seen Unthinkable? Unthinkable. No, I haven't watched that. Mm. Is, that, is, that uh, is that is that the one of um Sam Jackson? Yeah, yeah. The the trilogy, the Glass, Unbreakable, and and the Unthinkable. Oh, you mean Unbreakable? Unbreakable, unthinkable, split, I'm like split. Nah, split I think, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's unthinkable. The one, the one of them, James McAvoy, bald head, they have superpowers. No, 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 no. It's unthinkable. unthinkable yeah. That movie's sick though. Split. I, I, yeah. ain't seen it. I, I hear it's yeah. a trilogy, innit? I ain't seen it. Yeah, unthinkable amazing. was sick. What's this? Um, is it? Yeah, there's lots of great stuff out um, there. But the idea of like you having your protagonist basically. Yeah, yeah. And he dies or she dies in midway through the film and you're like, wait, what, what are we doing now then? That's why I like Rogue One. And then you find a new protagonist. Have you ever seen Rogue One? Well, we go on. Yeah, um, Souls. Souls. Yeah, yeah. It was I like that one. Yeah, because obviously good. at the end, because the story is like is, is in between two different stories, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously at the end they will die, and we all know it's gonna happen. But yeah. it's like that journey that that's mad important. And yeah, yeah. It's just, just the way it connects is really really good. Um, so just going back on the, on on a book. Yeah. Um, what would you call it? The book. The amalgamation of astonishing events. Wow, Do you want to expand on that or just leave it like that? It is first we came to my head. Yeah, yeah. Sick. But coming soon. Sick. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's coming soon. You yeah, heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now yeah. nah, that's lit. But yeah, by the way, it is called Unthinkable. The, the movie. Cool. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's a, I, I liked it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, man. Um. What would you say is the most important value for you in life? Um, one. That's the one. One thing you can you can do three if you want. Um, you know, the, you know. For me, it's moving over love, love, empathy, mm. and having that. Belief that you're going, you, that you're inevitably going to die one day, 
it creates that urgency for you to do, for you to do good. Yeah. You know, to do good and make your mark, leave your mark on the world that you want to leave, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think those are the cool things and, you know, faith and, um, which is pers- very important for me, faith and being spiritually present. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. What, what spi- what's spiritually, spiritually present? For me, when I mean, when I say spiritually present, it's about being the best version of yourself. You know, we always talk about let me get in the best shape physically, mm. you know, get the abs, get the six packs, you know, get that triceps, whatever. <laughs> um, the triceps. Yeah. Get the quadriceps in that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but we we forget about and we and we, we, we look at what we're eating, you know, what a five a day, but what what's our five a day for like mentally? What are we looking at? What are we what are we watching? What are mm. we reading? What's our mental diet, you know? And then there's a next step to that. What's our spiritual diet? You know, that's why you find that celebrities that are rich, like they've got everything you could ever ask for, but they're depressed. Mm. Why are they depressed? Because they're spiritually hungry. They're not feed, they have not fed themselves. Like they're spiritually hungry. And for me, the way I look at it is you gotta be spiritually there. If you're not spiritually there, then everything else collapses. That's the way I look at things, you know. And coming back to the five a day thing, as Muslims we pay five times a day, I see that as my five a day. Mm. So when I pay five times a day, five times a day. I'm praying and I'm recentering myself. This is my purpose, my purpose, my purpose, my purpose to to worship God. Everything I'm going to go back to God. Mm. Put me to this world. I'm going to go back to God. You know, so it's about being spiritually present in that way. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's beautiful, man. Yeah. I love that. You got yeah. a question? No, I really like that. Um, especially spiritual diet. Because we yeah we think we think too much about what we put in our bodies, but we don't think about what we put in our brains, right? And then spiritual yeah. diet would be like a combination of everything. Basically. It's anything. Yeah. Prayer, it could be, you yeah, know, yeah. doing doing stuff that you feel was spiritually, mm. anything anything could be spiritually pleasing for you. I mean, at least people might think it might be, you know, yeah, so yeah. it's different. But, you know, the obvious stuff is, you know. And I, I, I like that term of like mental diet as well. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it's like, what, what have you consuming? But you know what? So, so I have this thing of like, I truly believe that eventually we become either fully or part of what we consume yeah you know what i'm saying yeah. what's your um what's your spiritual diet five a day um what are like the five the five pillars that you use to to to, to make your five a day, your, your 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 mental and your spiritual diet? so when i so first of all i, I try to pray i'm not perfect but i try to pray five times mm. a day as muslims we, like, we pray five times a day so i try to pray five times a day you know the first pair being at sunrise called Fajr and the last prayer being Isha at night and then you have prayers scattered throughout the day five times so I try to do that and like in Islam we have the five pillars of Islam which like holds up the religion that you mm-hmm. that make up the religion so there's prayer there's fasting which we're doing now in Ramadan there's giving charity zakah and there's believing in Allah and the Prophet you know so there's these, these, there's these beliefs that you try to maintain and fulfill throughout yeah, your yeah. life and Try to fulfill those obligations, um, which inevitably be, which will actually make you spiritually, spiritually well. You know, yeah, some yeah. some people be like, "Why do I have to do that? Why? Why is it obligatory? Why? Because if it was obligatory, you wouldn't do it." Mm. You know, because God knows if you do that, you're gonna feel better. You're gonna feel spiritually uplifted. You know, you're gonna feel present. You know, um, and it's gonna distract you away from, 
you know. So like all these prohibitions, like for example, not drinking alcohol or not eating certain foods. There is there is initial benefits here, but also it's there's there's benefits that you don't even know about. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. That you're just avoiding. I saw this thing on Instagram, I think it was today yesterday, where this guy was talking about how each religion have their own messenger. Yeah. You got Jesus for Christianity, you got got uh, Gandhi for who does um Hinduism, sorry. Yeah. Prophet Muhammad for for Islam. Yeah. The guy was talking about how he doesn't care about the messenger, did you get the message? Exactly. I don't care who sent the message. Did you get the message or not? Yeah, and they all came with that's the thing. And they all come with similar messages, right? All the messages that came with the same message was like believe in one God. That's yeah. it. Is, it, God, is, it, is it from that video? That's from that video, isn't it? Did I send it to you? No, nah, I sent it to you. Did you? That one is like, yeah, did, did you get a message? Yeah, I like, like I don't I don't care about the But did, did you get a message? Yeah, yeah. Because do I see it? <laughs> it's like yeah. Because when I see it, like a lot a lot of these um a lot of these a lot of religions, um they try to say the same thing. Yeah. Don't kill. Don't steal. Yeah. Don't be a bad person. Yeah. Treat others how you want to be treated. Yeah. It's like the the the, the foundation of most, if not all, religions is the same thing. Yeah. Everyone's trying to be a good person. Yeah. Exactly. And there's just different ways to find people find different ways to um to to stick to it. Yeah. I'm saying they find different practices. They find yeah. different um yeah different like like reading material and stuff like this to practice the same thing, which is. Be a good person Yeah And it's simple That's why I always say Life is simple Just just, just difficult Like Obviously the whole I mean The fact that killing Is illegal Helps kind of But there's other stuff Like don't steal For example Yeah Where sometimes Not stealing is quite difficult Um and exactly, but it's not. It's not, it's not it's my not, ten pounds go harder. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, no, so, so not stealing. For example, there's been times where I've I've wanted to steal something. Yeah, but it was like, but and the fact that the thing itself isn't complex is just the fact that it's difficult for me to stop not not do this thing. Yeah, and it's simultaneous to to actually like because even in Atomic Habits, it talks about um your habit like to create a habit. The easiest habit to create is to not do anything, mm. like just to stop the instead of doing. I'm saying yeah, so, so it's like the, the, no, no, no. As in when I say that, I mean like the, the easiest habit to make to do is to stop doing a thing you're already doing, opposed to doing something new that you haven't done before. Mm. I say so. There's two types of habits: is cool. I'm gonna start working out, or I'm gonna stop eating junk food. They're both gonna be- benefit the same way, but it's like, are you gonna stop stop doing like? How do I wear this properly? Like stop doing something you're already doing. Doing nothing is basically the easiest thing in the world. Just doing nothing is easy, isn't it? So if I'm eating junk food regularly and I stop doing that, mm. it'll be easier for me to do that than for me to actually start doing something new, which is going out and working out. Understand? Okay. Yeah, I see. So or there's other things that people like they eat their junk food but just work out relentlessly and advance yeah. out. And they do, yeah. they do both, which yeah. is obviously an ideal world. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it seems to work for me. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, the point I'm trying to make is like. Um, it's not difficult. I mean, it's not. It's not. It's not complex. It's very, very simple. Yeah. It's just quite difficult. It thinks about habits, you know. It's yeah, about, yeah. especially like with this month Ramadan, it's about getting rid of the bad habits. You know, it's all about just not eating. It's about getting rid of your bad habits and spiritually clean yourself. And also, I think it's the idea of like when you're when you're um, there's this concept in there's this concept called the nafs. The nafs is like your desires, basically all your mm-hmm. desires. So I'm hungry. I feel hungry. But what is that? It's my desire. I want to eat. Okay, cool. I've ate my burger now, yeah? I eat my burger. I've fulfilled my hunger. I'm not starving anymore. My, my belly's not completely full, but I'm not starving. I'm not going to die, isn't it? I've fulfilled my hunger. What's that extra bit? You know when you take that extra bite? What's that extra bit? 
What are you feeding there? Mm. You're feeding your desire. Mm. You're feeding your oh, desire. Shit. Yeah, that's actually. That's what you are because you're full. You're full. If you didn't eat, you're calm. Yeah, you're calm. You're, you're not gonna die. Yeah, yeah. We've ate. We fulfilled our hunger. That yeah, extra yeah. bite you're taking. Every extra bite after that, you're fulfilling your desire. That's what that's you're doing. Interesting. And then you fill yourself up to your belly. And you're like full, and you can't even breathe anymore. Mm. You know, you're bloated and that you're gassed. Yeah. You're fulfilling your desire. So allegedly as well, you just made me think about something, which is, it's, it's, it's on the same page, but it's slightly different. But allegedly back in the day, we used to have like one mill, um, which obviously like, you know, like when we had like hunters and gatherers and whatever. So like yeah. it used to be much more difficult to have access to food than it yeah. is now way yeah. more difficult. Yeah. You know, people would have to hunt and, and, yeah, and exactly. get food. Now it's just, everything's everywhere. Yeah. So it's like, and it's, there's this whole other thing around, you know, like for example, like, you know, just being in spaces, like yeah. for example, being in buildings, like yeah. we never used to be in buildings. So we also mm. always have like a lot of natural light and yeah. so on, so on. So it's like this whole way of living now has completely changed to where we were before. I don't know if it's right or wrong, yeah. but it's just, it's, it's fascinating how yeah. everything shifted. It's just yeah. things, I think Aladdin, Aladdin said it before as well, like things are just kind of becoming like easier, mm -hmm. like, or like Aladdin says, like people becoming more lazier, so they find ways of- Hard doing, times create- Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. so to the point where like, someone's gonna Easy sit there, weak, man, someone's yeah. gonna sit there, put on their VR goggles for metaverse, yeah. and they're gonna and go basically, <laughs> Yeah, and they're, not, they're just probably chilling, and then someone comes and feeds them, well, I don't know, they may, maybe they're gonna be connected to something. It looks like the future, bro. It looks like the thing listen, is, but, 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 listen mate, so this is what I said, so is, is Matrix really fictional? Cause like, it's, <laughs> it, could, it could become a reality, like, have you not heading there? Yeah, but movies um, I'm, I'm not saying that's going to happen. But you know what? Also, like Black Mirror as well. So actually, that's the yeah. one show that I watched, yeah? Yeah. Sick. Have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen it? Cool. I've Don't talk it. to me again. <laughs> yeah. Black Mirror's cool. Yeah. Man. Listen, Black Mirror is so sick and there's there's a bunch of different episodes where- Have you watched the Danny Kalia one? Uh, you know what it is? If you tell me names, yeah, of you certain actors- You know the actors, one where the guy- yeah. It's the the guy and the girl in, in that the gym that's work on the treadmill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that one, yeah. When that he's sick. when he gets the yeah, yeah. The, the the glass and yeah, and try, yeah, yeah that, that one's sick. I've seen all of them, yeah, yeah. and they're so fascinating. You know, I, I, I'm I'm gonna get to another point in a sec as well. But they're so fascinating. There was that other one which is kind of happening. You know, the one where the people give stars to each other. Yeah, so it's happening on Uber. So basically, yeah. so so yeah, give me five stars, brother. Uh, no yeah, yeah. So, so literally, so everyone's in, everyone's in like, um, so everyone's like, everyone can rate each other. So, for instance, let's say I have an interaction with you, mm. I can give you stars based on the interaction. <laughs> yeah, that is that was it's happening. Yeah, but that's crazy. It's nuts. And basically, this one person, um, she wanted to keep her stars at five at all times, and so almost I gave her like a one, and her whole whole planet collapsed. Yeah, like Uber she, drivers, isn't it? Like Uber drivers, they're the same thing. And yeah. they don't get jobs, isn't it? You know what yeah. I'm saying? You know, uh, but. Fiction is, is like it's doing a full, full rotation. Fiction is based on non-fiction, which is based on fiction, which is based on exactly. Is this one for it? Because it is, it is. Yeah, yeah. So that's the most scariest thing about it. When you watch horror films that are literally based on, that story, literally yeah. like not far away and literally right on there. Mm. You know, that, that's 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 scarier to me. Yeah, yeah. Watching stuff like that. Yeah, the one thing I don't watch is horror movies. Yeah, um, yeah. I hate out out horror. You know, we just like. Blood yeah. and that. What's the? I don't. But I don't like mind gore. Smart just ones. It's like jump scares and shit piss me off in it. But you know, like Get Out. I like Get Out. I, I like that. I haven't seen that. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoy it. I'm not a horror person, but I enjoyed Get Out. Yeah. Which you could say is probably a psychological thriller more 
and like horror. Probably, yeah. And uh, I seen the trailer, so I'm, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah I seen the trailer. That that one thing I was gonna say. Speaking of tread, um, no, not tread. Speaking of the bike, so you know, you know, in Black Mirror, the episode where yeah. you know, the cycling to get tokens or whatever. Yeah. So was it treadmill or was it a bike? It was a bike. It's a bike thing. Yeah, yeah it's a bike. Yeah. yeah. So there was this guy. Yeah, he was an engineer. He was overweight. Mm. Yeah, and basically he loved watching like TV. Yeah. So what happened? He found a way to combine two habits, yeah, to benefit him. So he created a bike, yeah. He created a bike that was basically generating electricity yeah. and it was watching TV at the same time. So you lost weight while doing something you love. That's smart. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. I've seen people. I've seen that IRO, like where a TV is connected to a bike and it gets generated by kinesthetic power. Yeah, that's smart. Sense. Pops also, in. another thing as well, since we're speaking about technology, which is yeah. you go into like a whole random conversation. I, I've signed, after you, after you go, I've signed after you. Nah, yeah. bro, nah, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so there's this. I've already is the I've already exist, or they're going to build supermarkets. Yeah, where they're gonna create kinetic floor. So when people walk on yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it's gonna generate electricity. What's to the power difference between a supermarket and a market? Um, well, the the supermarket super, isn't it? Yeah, what, and what you want? You want oh. It's super, isn't it? It's like super duper, isn't it? Like a normal, a normal classical market. You go there, they have the the herbs there and whatever. The supermarket is is, and then you go, is, is, and then you go to the produced. butcher there. Supermarket has everything mm-hmm. what it wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen. Um, they're gonna do oh. papers as well. I think they're doing. I was about to make a joke saying mega market, yeah, but then I realized there is a mega mall. Like that's what America <laughs> oh, yeah, call it, mega mall, isn't it? Yeah, but no, yeah, the, the whole paper, the whole flooring thing. I think I've seen that. I don't know what in what it might have been Japan or something. Um, where the pavement, there's certain pavements, like areas where the pavement is has kinest, um, kinetic energy at the bottom. Yeah, yeah. And when you step on it, it creates energy. Mm. I mean, they won't bring it to the Western world because then everyone saves money in taxes. But mm. it'd be a nice world to live in, it where because bro, the fact that we can we can create energy from natural sources like the sun, like the wind, like um, like like give me something else, like like kinetic energy. Mm. Yeah. We create energy. <laughs> we create energy through natural sources, yet we're still using gas, oils, and 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 petrol. So mm. it's, 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 a, it's an interesting world that we live in. But um, yeah, we look, we look, yeah, it's gone. Sorry, I was gonna say how um, because I just, I just thought something um, how do you define conflict? Um, and how do you how do you what's your relationship with conflict? Internal conflicts or like conflicts both. Um, I think I think conflicts come from internal conflicts, anyways. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I feel like we're always in conflict conflict with ourselves. Mm. Um, going back to the the nafsa, the, the desire, there we're always we're always in battle with ourselves. You know, so for example, expanding on that, it's so me eating extra bite is me feeding my desires, right? So if I in Ramadan, if I can control that control that desire, then I can stop myself from doing something that's kind of evil. You know mm. what I mean? Because we might have a desire to do something that's, so, that's basically not right, you know? Mm. So what you could have in that, building that that resilience like we talked about, right? That resilience on, okay, I'm hungry, but it's fine. If I, if I, it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. It's not harm. It's not like, it's okay. Mm. I can fill myself up, no problem. But training that, training that, training that resilience, like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. That's the com- that's the conflict that that I feel that everyone that everyone has. You know, whether you mm. recognize it or not, the demons. People say demons, right? I have demons and I can't control them. Blah, blah. That's your that's your desire that you're fighting with. Your 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 mm. desires that wants this, wants that. 
you're, so you're always in conflict with yourself, you know, fighting against trying to achieve something as to trying to do something that's yeah, not yeah. to your benefit. Yeah. So that's what I identify mm. with. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because I was just thinking like, I was thinking about, I don't know why, if you keep talking about this, the whole like um, Russian, R- Russian, Ukraine thing as well. And I was thinking like, it's, it's crazy how there's conflict here. Yeah? And because of the news outlets and stuff, I'm, you know, I'm not taking any sensitivity away from the situation, but because of the news outlets, that's the one we know about. But it's been conflict all over the world for years. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so it's, just it's just normal at this point. And do what I find really interesting. Have you seen that um that clip of on on Halfcast? No, let me bring it up because it's a really really good clip, and I really want everyone to you know to hear it. Out. Yeah, it will take a minute for me to so you don't yeah. go. But when I find out, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and do, do you know what? Yeah, so I was as a joke. I was saying I, I probably I could probably achieve world peace within mm. one week. Mm. I would I would literally get all the world leaders yeah. on a residential for a week. Yeah. And then and then make sure it's transformational to, to a point where it, you know what it is. It's just having war is just so outdated in, yeah. in, in the current century. And also, there's this whole Shit, thing. I said war is out, out of fashion. Yeah, it is. Like, it really is. Like I, it makes no sense. Like if, if cyber wars, if they spent yeah. yeah, the cyber wars. And well, they're saying that China. Well, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is you know like because there's a lot. I've, I've got this information from the internet, you know. Because so so it might not be true, but they're saying. Um, so yeah, you know Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah, there was a guy from CIA. Yeah, he was on there. He's like retired from CIA, but he was basically saying that, and you know, Americans got their own narratives and whatever, anyways. But he was basically saying that um, China's getting ready for space war, but not as in like literally battleships and Star Wars, but as in satellites. Yeah. So they're they're designing satellites that can go up in the air. Yeah. And shut down other people's satellites. Yeah. Which because whoever be con- yeah if whoever would no. control that then you know would no control. Wi-Fi, yeah 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 it's mad yeah I don't I I don't know I wasn't prepared today to speak about Russia and Ukraine but um, yeah. we don't have to talk about it by the way I just I just yeah I think for me in terms of um, my whole idea about you're talking about how media portrays conflicts in other in other countries right yes yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm okay I, I guess what I'm saying is like I feel like media controls the narrative but yeah. only only for people that consume media right because obviously like i don't consume and what like is that. media today like i'm not someone who traditionally wakes up at 6 a.m yeah. and watch bbc news. actually know what me, me, yeah media media is like let me be specific because media is anything media can be a, yeah. a, a youtube clip or whatever so news media so like yeah. news like you know bringing news like yeah. it's it's yeah like it's interesting because whatever they decide to portray yeah that's what's going to be on there so it's, that, it's their decision. Yeah. So we don't necessarily get to access all the information around the world yeah. in terms of what's really happening. Yeah. But also, I feel like as as a world, we are we're not dumb. Like we're we're coming we're coming to a realization of the you know the double standards you know which has been clear um, of how they portray that conflict as to conflict conflicts in Yemen where I'm from mm. um, and um, Syria. Mm-hmm. You know the way they've they've portrayed it. So it's double standard. So as the mm. point where no one needs to speak, like it's it's there for you to see. It's clear double standards. The way they've described um, Ukrainians as civil people and everyone else as not civil. That's what they're suggesting. You know, it's the idea that every refugee should be welcome. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter the color of your skin, every refugee should be welcome. And they're fleeing war, so they should be helped. Do you know, it'd be really cool, yeah, if. 
someone created an app, and I'm gonna say someone because I'm I'm not going to do it. But if yeah. someone created an app, yeah, yeah. where it's decentralized, yeah, so no one really controls it. Mm. But basically, people themselves yeah. that have the app can basically be the news reporters if they want to put something up. Yeah. So so it's kind of like decentralized. So there's there's no censorship. So like people from different parts yeah. of the world can say like this is what's happening now. You know, like whether it's positive or negative, and and I think it's more about also spreading positive news as well because that doesn't really exactly. get. But I think that'd be interesting where people get to share their own views, basically. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Did you find that clip? No, no. Um, no, I can't find. But basically, it's interesting. <laughs> no, no. It sounded <laughs> a little bit disappointed. No, I was like, no, no. I actually really was sorry, bro. So, you, know when, um, you know when poet talks on 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 halfcast, like yeah. he he's, he goes nuts in it. He was basically talking about the whole um um how a lot of media is back on the Ukraine thing in it. It's how a lot of media betrayed this was. Oh, this happened to European people. Yeah, it's this European people. This is happening to. You. Yeah. yeah. So what the fuck does that mean? I was saying, what's that? What's that mean? What's, what's that one? I think it's because that as humans, we're very primitive people. We're very mm. primitive. So something that's happened, like other side of the Middle East, it's like, yeah, that's over there. Mm. Yeah, but then if a cat gets run over outside your house, you're like, oh damn, you know. So. Mm. As humans were naturally very primitive, but also I think it's a political thing as well, which I, wa- I don't want to get too much into because I don't know their agendas or yeah, what they're trying yeah. to do. But it's it's clearly a political thing where they they want there to be conflict there and they want to have certain control and they want to control certain places. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, the inflation just didn't come out of nowhere. It's, it's, it's interesting how everything so. But you see how they they, they change the narrative. They say that because of Ukraine, Russia, the gas price is going up. But before the war. They already announced that the the gas prices were going up, and you know what? I think I, I think America America's got the biggest inflation. So like, and America doesn't really get the gas from Russia anyway. So it's yeah. like, how did they get the inflation? Yeah. But also, um, yeah, there's this like interesting thing of when it comes to Ukraine in general. So his like, well, based on history, yeah, history, history, yeah, yeah, because he said he likes stories, strong. yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, no, no, but based based on history, um, and obviously again, I, I I never always say like things are factual or things are true because I, I wasn't there. So, yeah. but based on history, Ukraine's always been in kind of like in the middle, um, when it came to war between the east and and the west, um, it's actually this way around. You know, <laughs> I'm saying the east and the west, um, but yeah. So, um, and the thing is, like, and this is going back like. 500, 700 years, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, this is when, you know, people were riding horses and stuff and they always been in the middle. Like, that's the history, you know, that's yeah. the history of that country. Oh, a question. Yeah. yeah. A question to close off, yeah. Yeah. Um. So, cool. So, I asked this question a couple of times. Actually, no, I've got two questions. One is a funny one, one is actual, one real answer. First question. If someone was colorblind in one eye, what would they see? In one eye? Yeah. Half the world, black and white, half the world. How do, how do I look, what would that look like? How would you? 50 50. Good days. 50 50. <laughs> the world would be 50 50. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> All right, next question. Right, I'm be... still thinking about that. Yeah, you want to answer, man. Cool. You had, a, you had a chance to go 500 years into the future, 500, 500 years into the past, and spend one day there. Anything you do doesn't. We're not talking like if you go five hundred years in the past and you invest in fucking whatever this and no, it doesn't affect oh, nothing. Okay, yeah, because I know what Shame. you're thinking. <laughs> you're to cool, five hundred years into the future, five hundred years to the past, twenty four hours. What are you picking? Um, I think this says a lot about you. The way you answer the question, why? I think I'd want to go five hundred years in the past to meet my ancestors. Mm. That's interesting. Nice. I'll, go, I'll go future. Where are you going? 
Um, I would actually prefer to, basically after I pass away, I would prefer to come back to life for one day, mm. every 10 years to see what's happening in the world. Maybe every 20 years, because 10 years is not that long of a gap. Yeah, I'd like to do that. That's, that's, that's well, what does that say about me answering that question? This is your dickhead. <laughs> yeah, basically. Do you know what? Do you know what? Yeah, I actually think I actually think I'm a dickhead. <laughs> like, I actually actually think I'm a dickhead. But do you know what? Ooh, revelation. But I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good type of dickhead. Like I would I would do. I'm a healthy dickhead. I would do dickhead stuff, dickhead type, yeah. but with a good purpose. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So obviously. Sometimes people might I don't know how people see me You know They might they might look at me They'll be like Oh this guy's a dickhead But you know what Everything I do Is for a good purpose It's about the intention though yep. That's by the intention. thing Always. My intentions are good Some people do good, good things yeah For example Someone will, will like Spend out They say Oh you want that You want that You want that yeah, You want that I'll buy it I'll buy it But their intention is to show off though You know what You're, you're right You know what about Some intentions. people might do good things But the intention's yeah, not there But the intention deep down They might be trying to Manipulate or Yeah but, yeah, you know what? That's the thing. Everything's about intention. Have you seen Friends? Yeah, no. Have, Have you seen, seen Pagans? Yeah, come on. <laughs> there is no such thing as a self selfless good deed. There is no such thing as as a one hundred percent. I disagree. I disagree. No, but it, I I, it's about the intention. So, example, we I'm sure we, everyone's come across people that have money and they like to show off. Like, you want that? Yeah, I got that. But. We're, that's their intention that every single off. good the intention is to have a certain social status because of that it's, this is a concept yeah. that we have in my religion as well like everything every action is judged by the intention so if you intended to do a bad thing but did a good thing mm. you're not going to get the reward for a good thing you know if you and, and vice versa so everything's by intention yeah you know yeah. Because like I can be talking to someone and I might be helping them, but my intention is that I'm gonna shoot this guy. Like I'm gonna. Do, do, do you know what helps with that? Yeah, and and I used to have an issue with this as well, but I I transformed and when it yeah. came to that. Yeah. So basically, so it's when you don't care about what people think. Yeah. So yeah. I, I stopped caring about what people think. So back in the day, it's like I would have good intentions, but then I might do it in like a, in a certain way where people go like, ah. Oh, like Leo is this or Leo is that, but I know my intentions are good. So then I would be like, maybe I shouldn't have done it like this or whatever. But then, you know what I realized? Actually, when I stop caring about what they think, yeah, my intentions are good. I do it. Doesn't matter. As long after. as I know it is, as, as, as long yeah, as, as long as I know, I have peace and I can sleep well. You know what I'm saying? And and, and that, that's what matters. Yeah, yeah. When you, when you care about too much, it's, it, it ruins you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? Yeah, what's I've got so we're gonna start wrapping up in a sec. But yeah. what's one thing that people should know about you? Know about me? Yeah. What do you think people should know about you? Or what do I want people to? Okay. Um, so like, let's say let's say someone met you, yeah. right? So let's say you met someone. What should they know about you? What's the most important thing they should know about you? Uh. <sighs> huh. That's good. Um, you mean in terms of like what I what's a good thing for them to know about me before we become friends? So I, I I do this thing of you get to decide what that means to you, what that question means to you. Uh, say again. No, say so you get what the question. The question. Yeah. So like, what should people? What's the one thing that people should know about you? You know, let let's say you met someone today. Or when you meet people, what should they know about you? What's important to know about you? Nothing's important to know anything. Mm. I'm judged by, you're going to judge me by my actions either way. Whether, yeah. 
Okay, let, let me rephrase it then. What what would you want people to know about you then? Hmm. Uh, I think I just like, I would want them to... I would want them to see... See... It's a good question, not. I don't think I want to say anything <laughs> either. <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what I wish people knew about me, or I've, what I want people to know about me is that I give a shit about them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. I think so. Um, that whatever I'm gonna do, I'm, I'm I don't come with ill intentions. Mm. That I'm always trying to do what's right. It's something that's inherent in me, and. Yeah, I will. That, that if you're with me, um, I got your back. Yeah. Love that. That's Remember good. To, that. That's good to know. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah. you know what it is? We didn't even get to touch on BJJ. There's a couple other things I want to talk about. Yeah. But maybe, maybe we we'll, uh, not even maybe we we'll, we should do part two at some point as well. Yeah, sure. Sure. Um, but yeah. So the question we check out every single time before that. Huh? Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Before that, do you want to promote anything? Then if you want to promote, we didn't even get to talk about all the, all the stuff you produced and and. Um, yeah, if you go online, you can watch my stuff. Um, obviously, I'm an actor and writer. So if you go on YouTube, you can you can watch my stuff. I got a film, a film that I wrote, which follows mm. a Muslim character going through gambling addiction, which is a taboo subject in my culture. Um, wanted to shed a light on that. That was, that was. I loved it. Yeah, you watched it, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. called Do It For Her. It's on um, Million Youth Media on YouTube. And a film, another film, a comedy film that I did, kind of like Dumb and Dumber in the Hood. Mm. <laughs> and um, I'm acting in it. I haven't, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, it's mm. called Yo. So Y O exclamation mark. And if you type that on MYM, Million Youth Media, you'll find that as well. Mm. And yeah, just follow me on Instagram, Muhammad Ali's story. Cool. Yeah. And we'll put a link in the description as well. Um, so yeah, to check out, the question is, when you get a chance to say one thing to the whole world, um, what are you going to tell them? Move with love. And, and remember, you're all brothers and sisters. We're all from Adam. Mm. Love it. Cool. On that note, do you want to say anything? Any 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 time today? <laughs> and subscriber, huh? Subscriber, <laughs> subscriber, subscriber. Yeah, that's all right. I, I like it. One hundred and sixty. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, all right. Cool. On that note, uh, much gratitude. Thanks for coming, bro. Pleasure.